welcome to the Shifting Mindsets with Shawnee podcast. I'm Shawnee, and this is the Power Series, which is a collective of life lessons that will help ignite the power that's already within you. The focus is to leave you feeling refreshed, renewed, and most importantly, more powerful within your ability to strengthen the way that you do life, and most importantly, yourself. I am your host, and I'm a mental health therapist an author, and a mindset coach. So join me every week on Thursdays at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time for your dose of power. All right, now let's go ahead and jump into our topic for today. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to Shifting Mindsets with Shawnee. Listen, I know I typically have ads on this podcast. However, I want to plug in myself Shifting Mindsets with Shawnee University, I will have online courses that are catered to nurturing your inner child. So topics on loving yourself more, connecting with your inner child, healing inner child wounds, as well as calming your inner child. Plus, I have many, many more ideas lined up to come, and I am focusing on doing at least one course a month so that way I can build up on everything as well as adding in some free webinars. So if you're not familiar with an upcoming webinar that I have, it's called Calming the Inner Child, March 28th, which is a Monday at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time. If you have not registered for this webinar, what are you waiting for? You can register at my website, www.loveandserenitywellness.com, and you can just click on the bookings. And you will be able to register really quick registration all right y'all so this week we're going to speak about the power of mindfulness um i've always been a very mindful individual however there's a level of mindfulness where you can venture off too deep too deep where you are so disconnected from yourself and you're in another avenue of thinking about life and viewing yourself and sometimes that can be very dangerous um, you ever heard of the the terminology of la-la land? Being out in la-la land can really detach you from reality. And with mindfulness, the powerfulness of it allows you to be attached to yourself and attached to what's happening around you, attached to neither good or bad, attached to more so of what is. And um, we're going to get deeper into that a little bit. I want to go ahead and give you this quote that I saw today, and it says, many people are alive, but don't touch the miracle of being alive. Mm. Sit with that for a second. Many people are alive, but don't touch the miracle of being alive. The creator of that quote is Tignahau. Now, I may have made some errors in that, so please forgive me, but I definitely wanted to give credit where credit is due because this is an actual author that I follow. I have several of his books, and um, there's so much power into the depth of how he explains love, people, mindsets in general. So if you have not, um, I should do like a book recommendation podcast one day and kind of give a little bit of insight into the knowledge that I take in on a routine basis. I think that that would actually be a great idea, and I'll label it The Power of Books. Oh, look, when I freestyle things, thoughts start flowing through my mind and, you know, you just never know exactly where it's going to lead you. But it's a lot more fun when you don't have to restrict yourself. And when mindfulness, it allows you to be unrestricted in how you're receiving, how you're living, how you're breathing. 
The definition of mindfulness encompasses two main ingredients, and that is awareness and acceptance. Awareness is the knowledge and ability to focus attention on one's inner processes and experiences, such as the experience of the present moment, and acceptance is the reality to observe and accept rather than to judge or avoid. And that is the definition of mindfulness. As I was preparing for this topic, I started to think about how there must be a lack of mindfulness when it comes to scrolling on social media. Um, Oftentimes I catch myself just jumping on social media, checking my email, and I'm doing it in such a mindless approach that there's really no intention behind it. There's really no need for it. So I'm taking up space, time, energy, all of that just to do something repetitively. And in the midst of all of that, my brain is absorbing a whole lot in that moment, especially on social media when you're mindlessly scrolling. I've been more intentional about taking time out to follow people whose posts are nourishing that can add value to me in some way, whether that's adding value through a smile, a laugh, you know, something that's aesthetically pleasing. What I've been watching a lot lately are cake, cake decorating videos. Now, I don't know anything about decorating a cake. Um, Let alone baking a cake, I'm pretty sure I can follow some ingredients, but doing things from scratch, that used to be my thing growing up. I used to love making cookies from scratch, sugar cookies, chocolate chip cookies, um, making pizza dough. I used to do all of those things from scratch. It was something that was really worn into my heart, and I think that my inner child has called me to drift back into that from time to time, which is why I've been watching videos. And being a vegan, it can be really challenging for me to go to places and get cupcakes, cakes, all of that without, you know, there kind of being something off about it. So I think it would be good if I was to dibble and dabble back into that just for my own pleasure and to be able to, you know, really create some things. Um, It can be a very relaxing, enjoying time. So that might be something I need to put on my to-do list, y'all. See, when I jump on this podcast, there are so many things that flow through my mind that I have not thought about in a really long time. Um, So I'm happy that y'all hanging in there with me and um, hopefully y'all are enjoying the ride as I discover and uncover things about myself that I may not have connected with in a really long time. This is why I started the Inner Child healing journey for myself but also wanted to bring you all along with it because I knew that there was value in it there's something about our inner child that when we're disconnected from it we feel disconnected from ourselves and it can be really tough you know being an adult and being over 30 at that connecting with a younger version of yourself especially when 16 hit you know you had to start working while in school and you started to you know be more responsible and have all of these responsibilities in life Then, you know, shortly after that, before you jump into your 20s, you become a parent and that's what you focus in on. And that's been the narrative of my life, raising my siblings. And then when I finally got a chance to breathe, I popped up and became a parent, which has been a beautiful experience for me. My son will be 15 soon. So um, I get a chance to get back to aspects of me that were once lost. And all hope is never lost when it comes to life and healing. Even if you feel as if, okay, you took X amount of time and you feel as if time was wasted, trust me, no time is ever wasted. There are always things that you could have accomplished. Maybe you got a chance to sit back and just enjoy life and, and did meaningful things for yourself. 
um, even if you don't have anything to show for that time that you took is very, very, very important because you had a chance to know what it was like to rest, to relax, to not make yourself responsible for all of these tasks, you know, putting all types of things on your plate to do. So as I was mentioning earlier about mindfulness and social media, I was wondering, you know, do you think that people on social media are connected with themselves or are they disconnected from reality? Because I often have noticed that individuals compare themselves a lot, plus there's a lot of bullying online. So the reality is, is that bullying is not happening at excessive rates in that manner in which it is online, in person with individuals, real time individuals are not going up and saying all of these vicious things. So they're so disconnected from themselves that they're willing to put up a facade um, to play a role on social media for good and bad, you know, and that, that can be really detrimental because everywhere you go, everything's digital nowadays. And if social media is contributing to us being disconnected from reality, then we have to be able to put parameters on things as far as how much time we spend online the pages that we follow, the things that we allow to penetrate our eyes and ears. I am really big on the narrative that whatever we put inside ourselves, we become. So if we're constantly pouring into ourselves what we see on social media, which may be unrestricted, we start to become those things over time. And, you know, how the brain works is it can absorb a whole lot of stuff through the eyes and the ears. And when you're constantly engaging in things that may be unhealthy for you every single day, you're absorbing that and it's starting to reprogram your minds, reprogram your thinking, reprogram you and the behaviors that you have in general. So that may be of good for you, but it also can be very destructive. There have been times when I've been scrolling on social media mindlessly and then all of a sudden I feel very irritable not even recognizing anything that made me feel irritable. So that's when I have to go into my deep self-care and detaching, you know, detaching myself from things that are not a good for me that I may not have known that I gave permission to enter into my mind. Ultimately, that's what we're doing. We're giving permission for things to penetrate our thoughts and it impacts our well-being if we're not intentional about those things because you have to have some discernment when it comes to social media the information that you're gathering what is the purpose behind it what is the message that the person is trying to send to you how does it make you feel when you listen to it when you see it all of those things matter so if you need to do a social media detox i recommend going through the pages that of the people that you follow the pages that you frequently go to and kind of check in to see hmm are any of these things triggering for me Am I constantly being triggered and I'm following five people and they trigger me? Unfollow those individuals. It doesn't matter if they're family, friends, some type of business connection that you have with them because you have to be able to make sure that you are connected with things that are of value to you in all aspects of life. When it comes to shifting your mindset, you have to know who you are, whose you are, and, and where you're going in life. And that can be disrupted when you're connected with people who are not for you. I mean, genuinely, genuinely for you. They can really show up for you in a respectful way, show up for you and support you. And you also want to make sure that you're taking inventory of yourself. Am I this person? Do I show up for others? Am I genuine? Or do I have false beliefs? 
do I have false perceptions about how I'm showing up and what behaviors may be connected to those? Because that is a clear indicator that something isn't right. Something is not coming from a mindful place when it comes to the decisions that you're making and the way that you're taking action on things. Mindfulness is very important because how you your body reacts to your emotions and how your mind interprets them are very powerful. If one is out of sync with the other, guess what? Something will not feel right. It will be out of alignment. Have you ever made a decision on something and then you start sitting in the moment and thinking about it and then that self-doubt start to creep on in and you start reconsidering the first thought that you had? That's because your brain and body are not in sync with each other. So one of those are off and it's you know, necessary for you to get in tune with yourself, do a fine tuning to be able to make an adjustment. So that way, that feeling of self-doubt, maybe the insecurities, maybe the feeling of lag, the fears do not creep on in. Honestly, with mindfulness, it's something that you do not just have naturally, especially if you've experienced life in general. You have to be able to be intentional about practicing it so that way you can unconsciously have the behaviors of it at any given time. When it comes to making decisions, um, it's necessary for your decisions to be clear and to be very aware of the decisions that you're making and why you're making them. And practicing mindfulness can be of value for you when you do that. Now, before we leave today, I'm definitely going to give you one of my favorite body scan mindfulness techniques so that way you can take it and utilize it and, you know, repurpose it and pass it along to other people so that way you can make sure that you're in the space of really shifting your mindset but also have some tangible tools that you can utilize and implement at any given time. None of these are tools that you're going to need outside of yourself. Trust me, everything that you need is already stored on the inside of you. It just takes courage. It just takes boldness. It just takes you showing up for you and your inner child to really connect with the better parts of yourself. You're more in tune with yourself and you've started your healing journey and you're active in that healing journey. When you practice mindfulness, you will have less feelings of regret or guilt for the decisions that you've made. How many times have you made a decision in life and you felt bad for doing it? When you are mindful, it allows you to keep going back into that space where you may feel a little bit of guilt because you're human. You may feel a little bit of regret because, again, you're human. You're going to feel some of these things, but it's all about not allowing yourself to soak within those feelings of regret and guilt. And mindfulness allows you to take inventory of what's going on in your brain inventory of your actions and inventory of what it is that was necessary for you to make that decision and you constantly have to kind of go back and back and forth with yourself and remind yourself each time the idea of regret regret pops on in the idea of guilt pops on in and say why did I do this so then you're connecting more with your brain and body and you have that logic you have that good component of logic thinking that good component of emotional thinking to help really shift yourself and that's when you're in sync with your brain and your body one of the most powerful things that I've been working on and trust me I'm still a work in progress with it is not taking things personally when you have the ability to be more mindful, when you recognize that when you are attacked in some way, um, emotionally, or just triggered in some way by something else another person says or what they do, that it's not necessary for you to take things personal, right? It, you know, it's necessary for you to take inventory of that situation to see why it impacted you the way that it did but also is this really a me problem or is this a them problem and I need to detach myself from it 
one of the best books that I've read was The Four Agreements. And in that book, there is uh, an agreement about not taking things personally, allowing yourself to detach from it. Now, earlier I gave you a quote by a person and, um, oh my goodness, he wrote the book. He is the author of that book. And um, when we take things personally, we are agreeing to allow people into our personal space, allowing them to be in control of our emotions and the way that we think in that moment. And when you give permission to a person, remember earlier I said, we give permission for the social media to impact us. We're giving permission to those people we have interactions with to take control over our minds and our emotions in that moment. And that's why mindfulness is so important because you no longer are giving access to that other person when you decide to detach and be more aware of what's going on in front of you and not missing out because you can be easily distracted and that's why triggers come about when you're triggered you don't always know exactly why you're triggered in the moment but there's always a feeling an unsettling feeling an uncomfortable thought that may come to you in the moment being mindful also allows you to step into what i would call a solution focused mindset where whenever there's a problem that you're presented with you may feel scattered in that moment, but you can naturally sort through that scatterness and declutter and more so organize what's happening in the moment. This is something that I've been actively working on and it's been going really well um, because if you naturally jump into a fearful state of mind, you know, there's really no solution to that. Um, it's more of a dissolution and destruction that creeps on in when you allow yourself to be led with fear and trying to solve a problem. Being mindful allows you to question that problem and break it down in a sense more so of looking at it from how am I going to benefit from this problem coming into my life? Is there a new skill that I need to have for myself? Is there new knowledge that I need to gain to be able to solve this problem? And it takes you out of that space of letting that problem take over control over you. Because we know when it comes to problems and life situations and when they happen suddenly, not everything that happens suddenly is good, right? It may impact your ability to focus, your level of concentration, your ability to sleep. Maybe it impacts you in a way where you feel very irritable and argumentative with other people, lashing out at others. Being mindful allows you to resolve that problem in the moment as soon as you're hit with it. Now, I'm not saying that you won't feel shaken up and startled. I'm not saying that that fear will not be there. It's just that, you know, the fear won't take over you in a sense where you're going to spend more time on that fear rather than focusing on centering and grounding yourself and identifying what a solution is. And, you know, sometimes the response to that may be, okay, I'll deal with this later. I'll go ahead and allow this situation to sit where it's at and still move forward with where I want to be with things that may be more of a priority in that moment. Honestly, being mindful just allows you to be the boss, you know, be the head person in charge, have that authority over your life instead of allowing yourself to be led with emotions. That's honestly what it's about. It also allows you to increase your intuition, um, connect more with, you know, motivation, like self-motivating on a routine basis we know that motivation isn't going to be there every day but there has to be something that keeps you going and keep you moving strong um, it allows you to have more control over yourself you know have you ever been out of control and you felt like that wasn't me you weren't mindful you were very detached from yourself and the way that you reacted once you got back into who you were was you looking back and saying that wasn't me 
me looking back and saying, oh, wow, I can't believe I did all of those things. But, you know, in life, when you get so far removed from yourself, sometimes it takes you lashing out and stepping outside of who you are in a negative way. Because when you step outside in a positive way, ooh, magic can happen, baby. It can be a very beautiful experience. But we're speaking about the other end of the spectrum, you know. It creates more of a distraction for you and you're so detached that you may not even know who you are but in another sense we can look at how you can detach from yourself and then reattach in a way that maybe you're no longer connecting with those old aspects of yourself that created that detachment so it can be a, another bonus that we can look at when it comes to being so mindless in life that you make poor choices um, you have poor behaviors that lead you into a way where you really have to wake up and jump back into yourself. Sometimes we need that. I didn't had a few wake up calls, shook me up good, but I learned my lesson. So maybe it is some things that we need to go through as human beings. I'm not going to discredit anything. I think that all things in life are necessary. You can catch a lesson from everything in life and you can heal from anything and you can overcome any obstacle that it ever crossed your path when it comes to being mindful and really stepping into your power and the truth of who you are. And of course, when you're connected with the truth of who you are, that means that you are connected with the creator. And that connection is very important. It's the most important connection that you have. Not just the connection you have with yourself, but the creator, because that helps you to make decisions in life, short-term, long-term decisions. It allows you to have a clear path even if, you know, those that path has some twists and turns to it all. Guess what, y'all? We have made it towards the end of the podcast. Remember I said I would give you all a body scan recommendation? Check me out. I'm going to go ahead and do a live body scan with you all as you're listening to this podcast. Y'all ready to get into this? Okay. All right, let's get it. Let's get it. So when I do any type of meditative exercise, I love to have some type of background music. I love nature sounds. I love frequency sounds. Um, I love piano sounds, classical music, jazz. Oh, my goodness. Anything with an instrument really wows me. So if you could put some of that music on right now, go ahead pause this podcast so that way you can get your music together because this is going to be a very powerful exercise that you're getting ready to get into as you are sitting lying or standing i want you to allow yourself to just get really comfortable in the position that you're in make sure that your body is in a relaxed state i want you to close your eyes And as you close your eyes, I want you just to imagine that everything is melting off of you. I want you to take in three deep breaths, hold each one for five seconds each time. Inhale slowly, exhale slowly with every breath. How you feeling? You feeling all right? Good, good. I want you nice and relaxed. Now, I will, as your eyes are closed and your body is feeling relaxed, I want you to do a scan 
taking note of how your head feels, checking in with every single part of your body, you know, just start from the crown of your head, with your eyes closed and your body relaxed, just check in with yourself, how am I feeling right here in this area, work your way down from your face, your neck, your shoulders, your chest area, your tummy area, your hip area, your thigh area, on down to your ankles and to the tip of your toes. Do that scan. And as you're doing that scan, pay attention to anything you may notice in your body. Do you have any tension? Are there any sharp pains there? As you notice each area that may be feeling a little off, I want you to take a deep breath in, hold it for five seconds, and release it slowly. You want to go ahead and break up whatever that discomfort is with your breath. Take your time with doing this exercise. And if you need to pause the podcast, please feel free to do that. So that way I am not interrupting you with the ending of it all. All right, I'm back, you guys. How did that feel? Did it feel amazing? Do you feel a little less tense? Do you feel a little, little bit more relaxed? Do you feel as if your brain is a little bit more clear? That's what that exercise is supposed to do for you. That's why I have you put on the soft music in the background, do the deep breathing, making sure that your body is in a specific posture of relaxation. All of those things matter the most when it comes to doing a body scan. And guess what? You don't necessarily have to have the music because if you're at work or if you're stuck in traffic and you can close your eyes a little bit because your car is in a standstill or maybe you're in the parking lot, you can do this exercise. Just pop it on into your schedule on a routine basis to start your day, midway into your day, maybe even to bed. You know, it's all about creating a mindfulness activity where you can do it on a routine basis. That in itself makes it the most impactful when you can allow something to become normal within yourself something that is just for you to help really shift out the chaos that happens externally as you organize and connect more and attach yourself to what's going on inside of you it makes it easier for you to remain grounded and in tune our quote for today was many people are alive but don't touch the miracle of being alive and that is by t nahal And it is so important that when you are being mindful, that you get a chance to really feel as if you're free and that you're living and that you're not living to die. You're not just passing time by Um, the benefits of mindfulness. You get clear thinking, your decision making skills enhance, and you ultimately just get a chance to be connected with mind, body, spirit, soul, all of that. And you think about um, the I am more. You think about embodying the I am, which is the one, which is the creator, right? And we're always talking about I am affirmations. But you truly get a chance to embody the I am when you connect more with being mindful. It's been such an honor and a blessing to be able to connect with you all today to speak about this topic. Uh, This topic is really near and dear to my heart. And someone actually gave me the idea to speak on the power of mindfulness. Um, And hey, I did it. So shout out to that person for that recommendation. 
If you are interested in me speaking on a specific topic, please feel free to follow me on Instagram, Facebook at Love and Serenity Wellness, or you can email me support at loveandserenitywellness.com with your recommendation as well. I pray that you have a beautiful, beautiful week, evening, and I pray that everything that your heart desires is able to come into contact with you with a flow of ease and that you have all of the abundance and prosperity flowing through your life and that things happen for you suddenly and that you are prepared and that you are in a state of gratitude and able to really spread everything that is to come to you. I talk with you next week on the next episode of Shifting Mindsets with Shawnee.